I don't know if Connor has hit record start or not, but welcome to the Double Take podcast room, Jordan. You'll, you'll never know. You'll never know if yeah, I do hit you start. You never know. You, you, you'll, never you'll, know. You'll, you'll hear it in the first eight minutes of the show. It just kind of depends. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so is self-incrimination good to do now or? Go ahead. I, I, I if, if you If you want to self-incriminate, I usually cut out all the sketchy shit. Okay, okay. Uh, there have been some things I, I just I just like to blame, you know, like, oh, Herschel's hitting his nicotine vape before before yeah. the show. That's what you see. So I'm going to go through a, the a top 10 list of the worst things I've ever done in my life. OK. okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I'm actually here for this. Starting uh, with statue, number one. Statue of limitations. Uh, being born. That was pretty horrible. <laughs> I think number one is, is bad start. Can, can we go around the round table? My number one is probably I was on a cruise. I don't know if you guys have ever been on a cruise before, but they got the fucking self-serve ice cream machines. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. <clears throat> me and me and my other friends that were like 15 years old uh, getting drunk in Mexico because there are no laws. Uh, I put my why mouth under 20, one of those. And why is like, a 24 oh, year old hanging out with 15 year olds, bro? Well, I, no, I was 15 at this time. Yeah, I, I was 15. Yeah, I'm not even 24, <laughs> man. I got fucking like two you're, years. You're, you're, with all my 15-year-old boys. Yeah, you're yeah. like with my other friends who are 15. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, the rest of my friend, my 15-year-old friends from the Catholic Church and I, we... Uh, <laughs> hey, you heard of no laws in Mexico. Yeah, you're the pastor <laughs> of said Catholic Church in your youth group. Yeah, there are no laws in Mexico, and luckily they're all Catholic. Like we said, there. like we said, nothing bad happened though, because this is not incriminating. Anyway, self-serve ice cream. What'd you do? You stuck your head under it? Yeah, I put my I put my mouth on the nozzle and was just <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> You, were you that kid in school who would put his no, mouth on, no, yeah, no, 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 on the no, water no. fountain? No, hell no, dude. I was like, oh, like water fountains. Girl, I just watched these guys clean it. Uh, it was like it was like two in the morning, um, and and like food on a cruise, it's available twenty four seven, anytime you want it. So me and my friends, like, you know, we were young, we were stupid, and we played like like truth or dare and shit. But it was like on a cruise, you know. So like you're doing sketchy shit, like you were you were hitting golf balls off the side of the boat and into the fucking water and shit, like. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> knocking dolphins out, dog. You're the reason. <laughs> You're the reason. No, no. I, I actually, That's actually was like, up, I, I, I was actually the one who was like, ah, I don't know, we should do this yeah. because we're throwing shit to the ocean. You know, but like meanwhile, straws meanwhile, are fucking. These motherfuckers can't avoid like a fucking mean, plastic McDonald's straw. <laughs> no view of the golf ball shows you just fucking smacking Nemo side I, of the fucking head, dude, bro. Just, I, into the movie. No, I, no, no, Nemo. Th- it's either that or like the fucking turtle thinks the golf ball's an egg and so it spends its whole oh, life like no. trying to raise it only to figure out that it was pollution the whole time. All right, let me let me write a letter to Pixar. I have an idea for a movie. You're not going to Disney with this, you little fanboy, bro. <laughs> I, I I took notes on today's episode. Um well, sorry, I took a note. Um here, I'll, I'll show you what it looks like. It says, Dear Pixar. It says, it. it uh, you, you can't see it. It says, Reboots? Question mark? Yeah. That, that's all I had. <laughs> yeah. So, well, originally, I just thought that we were just going to be talking about movies in general. But yeah. the other day, you said something about franchising. Uh, what, what, what had you said before? Me? Connor. 
Uh, oh, hold on one second. Basically, what we're kind of talking about while he he speaks on that um, is it's it's basically kind of movies. Okay, there's a weird way to approach this. So the future of movies, kind of as a whole. So what it is is going to be kind of a a dialogue of our kind of views and shit on um where the movies are currently at and kind of heading so in terms of like the quality of them like independent versus like major motion pictures or franchises like the adventure stuff or standalone films and like this isn't stuff that this isn't like a rubric this isn't stuff that you have to hit this is just kind of where like when we had talked about it a little bit yeah it's like when we talked about it those are kind of the points that came up so like for example um if you're like dialogues kind of heading towards like um where do you think it's kind of sitting at my opinion is kind of where it's it's like i think it's streaming tv shows is where we're headed and that it's going to be more seasons of tv than movies um like that's an opinion i could give and kind of give a reason as to why i think that it doesn't have to be like facts as to why it is but just why your opinion is that way does that make sense okay I also and it's uh, like it can oh sorry go ahead well I was like so the last conversation we had was about whether or not you could make a video game franchise that is as successful as things like Halo Call of Duty things like that Resident like, Evil Res, yeah Resident Evil Metal Gear like all the big franchises throughout throughout our our time of being alive um and, and it applies to movies as well so yeah. like do you think vastly different uh vastly different industry yeah like do you think that um shut the fuck up Um, so like the uh the the question was like do you think that um you'll ever see another cod like do you think if a franchise started right now like it would be a cod or a resident evil or elder scrolls name or do you think things are going more indie or DLC content? Do like we kind of hit all that stuff? Okay, okay. And so this is kind of where that's at is like where you think the industry is at. Do you think we're going to have more like Avengers cinematic universes, more TV shows, more independent films of that kind of stuff? Okay. I see. Hell yeah. I'm just trying to process like right, right off the bat, the thing that comes to mind with all these like big motion picture films, these huge franchises are, these were like, these were brought to people as children through comic books. Like this is a nostalgia factor for a lot of people, right? Like, oh yeah, you think you, about you, you think about to... all these these huge movies out today. These all started as reading material. Their original ideas on another form of media that was so long ago. Now it's like, okay, we have all these, we have this gold mine of ideas that we can now take. Basically, every movie is a reboot, damn near. So that's what that's what's making me think: is there anything like that in in today's world where we could possibly attribute the same factors that have been put in today's movies from the comic books later on? So is there anything today that are kind of like comic books that are big enough to the point where people talk about them? Like almost anime, you know? I feel like anime is almost kind of... Yeah, the Demon Slayer film popped the fuck off, dude. Yeah. Um, that was actually... That's actually a good point. Um, 
real quick, I don't know if you've hit record or not, Connor, um, but uh, I was going to tell you, Jordan, I don't know if you want to turn your cam on, but if you don't want to, that's oh, fine. If you don't want to, it's fine. I was just going to say, I don't know if you want to use the picture of Shaco as as the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, i whatever. Uh, yeah, I'll turn it on. I, just, like, right I don't know if he wants to be exposed as a little fucking nerdy boy. Oh, he's got the. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen you not in a wife beater before. <laughs> God damn! He always has it. He always has it. Like, you guys like, ready to do this? I gotta put this back on. Like every time, every time I feel like I've done anything with George. See, I'll, I'll so ruin your audience's night. devices by getting them so wet. <laughs> no, okay. Actually, I have a funny story to tell you while he's putting his shirt back on, Connor. Um, I'm gonna I'm do always the intro. Up, though, I swear. I'll, I'll do the intro after uh, after this story. But the other day, me and Jordan were hanging out, and he fucking I'm laying on the couch, just sitting there. And I forget if we were watching something or whatever. But the man jumps up and sprints to the other side of the room by his bed. And I'm like, what is this man doing? And he meticulously gets up close and personal with his curtains. <laughs> And fucking make sure that there's no light gap in them whatsoever. And then he goes, sorry, bro. See that right there? Can't do it. And I go, I go, dude, he goes, sorry, bro. I can't do it. And I go, I go, what? Just no lights allowed in this room ever? He goes, absolutely the fuck not. Or that right there's like some bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what made me think of it. But I was cracking up because I was like, this man is schmeagle. This is his fucking cave, bro. <laughs> It was sick, but uh. everybody welcome back to the double take podcast uh this is gonna be episode four five i don't know i yeah i don't know i've already lost track i was dude i was like i I only have 10 fingers on my hands man listen i was i was like dude i hate when podcast people try to say what episode it is and then they don't remember it i'm just like bro just look it up beforehand and I, dude, you either fucking die a hero or live long enough to be yeah, the villain. Yeah, it, it I'm sucks. Right in that same fucking boat. It sucks because uh, this is literally episode four. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've already lost track. I thought it was five. No, don't four, play. Four, no, one, just don't play this with me, bro. Listen here, you fucking uh, Mayberry man. Two. It's one of the two. But uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, as always, I'm Herschel. This is Connor, and then this is our guest. If you want to introduce yourself. Hi, my name my name's Jordan. I'm a uh, comedian in the southwest eastern side of Indy. Uh, you can you can come to one of my shows if you want. If not, that's cool. You can buy my tickets online at amc.com. Yeah. Fa- Fathom Fathom event. You ever go to like the AMC movie theaters like Fathom Events is premiering this stage show from Europe no one's ever heard of at AMC for one night only. It's me. It's like that, but like you come in before the movie and just talk to the people, <laughs> and then the movie starts. Later. Just a little warm up, just a little <laughs> little teaser. Yeah, they're not even they're there to watch like Fast Nine, and you like you like walk in in the front. You're like, hey guys, hey, like no I wonder if you know. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! The movie's about to start, and you're just like, uh. 
Dude, the one thing that always amazes me and I kind of love is that I feel like it's never planned, but our like pre-conversations always end up just tailoring towards the topic of the day. And that's pretty cool because uh, today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about movies and uh, television, that kind of stuff and our ideas on that. But first, before we do that, um, do you have any housekeeping updates, Um. Mr.? Yeah, I do actually. At this point, because I, I don't think we've done an episode since everything has been done, but everything mm-hmm. right now is for the most part done. Uh, the website is live, minus a few pages that I'm still building. Um, the, dude, it looks clean. It, it looks clean. I sent a mobile uh, screen recording of the website as I was scrolling through it on mobile to Connor, and I was like, dude, I cannot help but just think about how fucking clean this looks. Here, I'll, he I'll did a killer job on it. Yeah, I haven't seen the website. You haven't seen it. You should look it up real quick, dude. It's sick. So I'm, 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 I'm doing a little a little walkthrough here. Uh, up here you have the – this is kind of like the homepage. And this here is the main tab um, for the Whatever podcast. Then you have the main tab for Electric Entertainment. And you can see that there's kind of like a whole feed of episodes there. Um, and finally, we have Double Take on the last. Uh, this is the feed of the videos and where those will live. And this is the feed of the episodes. Uh, videos section, obviously this is one of those pages that's still being built. We have a ton of, um, videos that are actually still currently in the editing and exporting process. Like we have like a two hour Halloween thing that's coming out. It's going to be pretty cool. I hope it's, I hope it's going to be pretty cool. It's just me investigating like, yeah, like we, we all went and we investigated this, uh, the sanatorium in Indiana mm-hmm. and, um, it was cool. We had like a bunch of different cameras and voice recorders. Like I went full Ghost Hunters tap. That sounds Zach like a Baggins. lot of fun. No, it was, it was like a ghost. ton of fun. That it was like a ton of I, fun, man. I said, no way, dog. I was like, I don't fuck with ghosts. I don't, yeah. I don't, not that I believe too much in them, but I'm not going to go out of my way to find them. He so. like, like, he's like, he's like, nah, you know, I don't really want to go ghost hunting. I showed up. I really wanted to get a Ouija board. Cause like Austin was like, no, nothing like that. Nothing at all. <laughs> Dude, like it's, Arlo it's ruled so out. Weird. He's so weird about that. Spirit yeah, he stuff, is, bro. man. He, he's super, he's very superstitious. And so what do I do? You ask? Well, uh, Kevin has this really good picture and I'll see if I can get it from him and like edit it in later and put it over the top. But it's essentially it's it's me and I'm walking out of, at a fucking Barnes and Noble with a copy of the Necronomicon uh, and the Satanic Bible because I couldn't find I couldn't find the Ouija board. And so I thought this is going to be hilarious. I'm just going to take both of these, which are arguably worse, worse materials than a Ouija board is. Oh, I'm going oh, yeah. to go give them to Austin and be like, hey, man, I got us some stuff for the for the yeah. investigation. They lived in my trunk the whole time. There was a certain point where I was like, all right, I could probably get this out. Nothing's going to happen. All this whole thing has been kind of silly. And then as you guys will see in the video about toward, towards like the end or three quarters of the way through our trip, everything hit the fan, man. Everything hit the fan. The fucking hairs on the back of my neck were standing up. Like I can't even just. Oh my god! It's it it's it was when, insane. When does this come out? I'm 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 gonna hope to have it finished by the party next week. By like the cool. date the date of the party. Um, just because like I I don't want to do a whole lot of work after that. Um, it's also gonna take some time to to export and shit. But um, I'm hoping to put it up on YouTube and have it out by Halloween. So, pretty cool. That's better. So that's all I have. So. 
That's going to be fucking cool. I can't yeah, wait the, for that. The Indiana State Sanatorium in Rockville, which is actually where the Covered Bridge Festival is. Uh, Isn't there a haunted Covered Bridge somewhere in Indiana, too? Podunk, yeah. I think, right? It's, yeah, it's somewhere. Um, something about like a woman on fire. So I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. Bro, I don't fuck with ghosts, so I don't have any idea. Do they call that Podunk? Is that the bridge? I, I have no idea. Oh, dude. If everyone it's, everyone has a theory that every every covered bridge in Indiana. Yeah, every covered bridge. Yeah. Dude, every covered bridge has a fucking story. That's true. That's just a trope from Beetlejuice. That's what happened with that, That's bro. True. That is very but, true. Um, yeah, so today I w- wanted to kind of ask you guys. Oh, by the way, the reason why we brought Jordan here is because we solely want to introduce you guys to a lot of our friends to kind of see like who we hang around and we love our friends i think they have great personalities you know most of the time who, who uh, which five. ones are the worst influences than others you know that kind of stuff yeah all right we need a tier <laughs> list of your friends right now yeah yeah yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. so starting off in s tier no but anyways yeah we want to and uh so on those days that we bring people in we want to kind of tailor the topics towards the things that uh we think that we kind of know them for which for jordan is two things lack of sunlight whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) and movies he might be a vampire to be honest with you guys but in watching movies all the goddamn time yeah i i i wouldn't say i know a lot about movies but i have seen way too many uh like obscure movies as well yeah just just maybe not obscure like i don't i don't sit there and watch like indie films on the daily i don't just i don't just scourge the the internet for years past though it's not like he only watches new films either like he'll go back and yeah. watch like, like classic movies and shit like that but and like the, you, the you thing... draw the line at rejected sundance film festival movies <laughs> I, I don't even know like i've just never i've never taken the plunge to go watch those kind of films i'm yeah. sure a lot of them are fantastic i just i, I myself i'm very like i'm out know. of my way to it depends if you're the kind of guy who finds any depth and meaning in poetry, <laughs> because Dude, I, because I, you got to look deep in a lot of a lot of movies yeah, that aren't yeah, like yeah. commercially made, you know. I love the fact that you're like backing him into a corner. Like he <laughs> no. he's visibly like, bro. I don't know, man. I just didn't no, do it. I no. don't know. I know you're like, bro. Watch it. Don't you watch okay. indie films? So like, so uh, I, like I personally don't really watch indie film. Like, well, I I don't know. I I think I think we're gonna get into really crazy territory. Way back in the day when indie films were like indie films, you know, like they were actually independently made with no budget at in all. In Indianapolis. In Indianapolis, in India, um, they they were like just bad, you know. I don't know how to like Tommy Wiseau's The Room. That's oh, a I'm true hard. independent. Yeah, that is a true indie film. Now take the quality of that kind of movie and spread it, and but like slowly make them a little better as time goes on. Like they're not great, but we're to the point now where indie films are like movies that still have financial backers and so they're not really indie right it's not huge production companies i i I feel like we're disrespecting a true god amongst men in the film industry of the independent film known as mvi 0012 oh that is an independent film film. it was an independent film that that slaps it slaps it shames the room have you watched mvi 0012 
Never it's just, gonna, it's just a file name. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the, the, the file name of Connor's student film from oh. IU. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But um, yeah, so my question for you guys, talking about the independent films, is basically where do you think movies are headed? Do you think that they uh, are still as prevalent as they are i think COVID had a lot to show for that do you think we're kind of losing movies to tv do you think we're going the way of more like independent films or it's the reign of the you know marvel cinematic universe what is uh where do you guys kind of think your opinions lie on that guess first well um honestly just with streaming nowadays i feel like the independent market could very easily just go to people like youtubers for example who uh can advertise themselves and make a profit off of those advertisements without having a big production company um and they could use those profits to uh make these new films or tv shows i'm not saying that they would be any good but i feel like even now, we've seen quite a few of these YouTubers become uh, or start TV shows. Darman, basically. That's like a yeah, like a, what was that one girl's name? Liza Koshi, I believe. Uh, she's uh, a big star. Yeah, she. I've never seen her TV show, but I know she's in a TV show. Right. And uh, you'd have to attribute that to her gaming success, probably from Vine and YouTube. Yeah, well, then you have like the whole YouTube Red thing to consider as well. When YouTube Red was really was really starting to push its like original things, um, <clears throat> they had like a TV show for every big YouTube star on the planet. They were like, "Oh, okay, let's let's have like a scare tactics thing with PewDiePie, like uh, the the Liza thing." They had one with the Paul brothers that quickly got canceled, I, I believe. It, it's <clears throat> the D'Amelios it, have a show too, or whatever. The, oh, the, the yeah, the reality show. That's not on YouTube though. That's like no, actual, that's like an actual show. And it's then, on Hulu or something like that. I have no idea. But I was gonna say too. Um, I could definitely see things going that way as well. I thought it was funny. The King Bach or King Botch, the Vine guy, tried to become a movie star after Vine when everybody else went to YouTube, and it just didn't work out. He was in like a couple <clears throat> films, but it just didn't work out but it's, um, it's not the same as it was you could be fluid in all in all aspects of the entertainment industry like look at um jared leto for example honestly incredible actor he has had some fantastic roles I, people are like oh but his joker i don't care look at everything else he's done and then look at the music he's made with 30 seconds to mars and so like like he's a he's a talented guy multi-talented sure. person can yeah. be the rock the rock he's <laughs> rapping he's rapping now you know that like have you have you heard his rap international oh, yeah. superstar no Internet. i showed that shit to to jordan like first day yeah it's almost as good as that one song i showed everyone during D diamonds in the rough <laughs> i was um, so mad that it, it wouldn't let me play shoddy wanna fuck <laughs> uh, shoddy wanna fuck something something big oily butt <laughs> but yeah <laughs> um I honestly, I, I personally feel like we're leaning a lot more. I feel like TV shows are taking over because I, I don't know. I don't see the same hype around movies nowadays. Like we were talking about that right before I think Jordan got in here. We were talking about top grossing films. 
and it blew our mind that Jurassic World was up there. Yeah. And uh like if I I feel like I didn't see anything for Jurassic World and if it's one of the top grossing films like it makes me like Squid Game and you and shit like that it's like you can't go anywhere without seeing something about it. My dad texted my entire family, my girlfriend in, in a group chat he made to say that you was up on Netflix now. The new season was like, what, bro? Well, I mean, I think I think they're completely different in how you ingest media now. Back in the back during when Jurassic World was coming out, where it was like 2014, 2015, something like like it was it was a while ago. I remember seeing commercials for it, but we weren't quite. I think in that whole craze of, okay, now let's like, we were just about to start firing off with the Netflix and the streaming stuff. Like Hulu was practically non-existent. It had been around, it's been around for a long time, but it didn't have good stuff on it back in the, back in when Jurassic world was being like advertised. But I believe that, that, that was just a time where we were, we were taking in a lot less of that media, you know? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know when vine stopped and when TikTok picked up, I know, I know it wasn't around then, but even in Vine, like, do you guys remember seeing ads for anything like that? I mean, they were just six second videos, so I don't yeah. even, I don't know if you would if be they could, If they could fit something, and, and, and with TikTok, you can put like a whole minute in there. And, and I think, I think now, so Herschel, look at it this way too. We're, we're, we're in a post COVID world where we even take in these movies differently as well theater released movies can also simultaneously be streamed on these various streaming platforms. Uh, the many saints of Newark, which was the Sopranos movie that was only supposed to be a theater exclusive thing. We can stream it on HBO. If you're, if you're subscribed to HBO max, um, same thing with Halloween kills. Uh, it's, it's in, it's in theaters came out in theaters this weekend. If you have Peacock, which is the ABC or whichever, I don't know, CBS, one of the two, um, you can watch it on there. And so I think the fact that like things like Squid Game and you are Netflix only and are more accessible, I think is why we're heading in that kind of direction. And I think a lot of companies see that too, which is why people are like, okay, let's simultaneously release the movie in theaters. But if people don't want to leave their house, let's charge them a premium or you or or have them just stream it for free if you're subscribed because that will draw more subscribers to their their platform yeah i remember that uh what's the actress who plays i think it's black widow scarlett johansson yeah. yeah i remember she got mad because her contract was like only for ticket sales and it released on both platforms and like screwed her out of it she sued yep. the movie yeah, they, they had a settlement, though. They brought her back on. They had a settlement. Now she's uh, made amends with Disney and is now still producing a movie that she was set to produce before all that stuff. So Interesting. I think a lot of the uh, streaming services like Netflix, well, specifically Netflix, has been bringing out a lot of really good original content. Like, really good original content. Oh, yeah. And I think... That that's also that that might be the the new wave or the next wave. I think it already is the wave right now. I think the original content is the wave, but I feel I like think, that could pick up even more and lessen the the if it were to push out the bigger franchises, you know, like the Avengers or anything like that, who don't have you know these 
Well, I guess the Avengers is with Disney now, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I guess they're they're going too. That's such a big company to have yeah. to oh, something yeah. to compete against. Dis Disney is is killing it with like the Mandalorian and Marvel and all that shit, the Star Wars stuff. They're fucking taking everything over. But I was gonna say another thing that I think Netflix is doing really well that I think is really neat is they're pulling like very popular other countries tv shows and stuff and movies and pulling it over because there's like squid game for example and then there was this one that was a spanish one about uh it was like a bank heist or they money heist yeah that was like a spanish film and then they did their thing where they english dub it really terribly or you can watch it sub. <laughs> yeah but like i think it's really neat that they're bringing more global recognition to other countries you know like maybe things that us we wouldn't ingest as as easily or readily i think um, the uh the movie parasite helped out a lot oh, parasite opened it up a lot like that, that went that movie blew up and it wasn't english dubbed at all for the first i don't even know if it is english dubbed now i i have uh, i have the 4k i have the blu-ray i bought it when it came out um because i really wanted to see it and i couldn't find on anything it does not have a dub at all it is only subbed. And it was so widely talked about and so many people watched it. And I think a lot of people uh, made the realization that like, I think a lot of people who think of foreign movies think that they wouldn't like it. Yeah. Because it's not English. I remember my, that my dad used to say, yeah, yeah, my dad used to say, oh, this is subtitles. It's not English. This won't be good. Every time we'd find a film like that, he'd skip it. Yeah. My stepdad is the person who actually started introducing me to foreign films like Ip Man or uh, – yeah. Uh, like they're 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 directed so much differently than these American films, but they're so good in and of their own. And um, and I always I always get a little upset when people watch these foreign films in English dubs because I, I think we've talked about this before. It take, for me, it takes away from so much of the acting. Uh, it's just like the emotion from the characters just gone. And uh, I had watched Squid Games the first time in English, and I just I disliked it. The, with uh especially with that uh i can't remember her name but the the crazy girl the one oh who, yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah uh, yeah i just could not stand yeah stand yeah plus she that. she was supposed to be like super smart too like it wasn't necessarily that she was like crazy dumb like the english made it seem like she was she was like crazy but like smart she's a communist yeah but like the thing too is like especially in korean films i think they're storytelling through characters and like emotions and the way they're speaking in korean related just cinema in general movies and tv is so huge and that it, the english dub i do think takes away from it there was this one movie i can't even remember what it was called but when i was in college in my korean classes i was watching it and uh i remember dude that movie there's so many scenes that i could just remember i can't remember the name of it or anything but the scenes and just how dramatic they were are like ironed into my head like this is one thing where he eats a squid that's like still like tingling around it's crazy bro well so <clears throat> i have uh I, yes i'm an audio major but i minored in film and so like i was like i don't know a few credits off from like actually majoring in film too so i have like a decent amount of film classes under my belt. And, and to me personally, those don't mean shit because like some of the people just kind of take those classes to be like, ah, you know, like 
it's something easy. I get to watch movies. Um, well, I took a lot of like things like screenwriting classes and stuff like that. And then you, you kind of learn the history of cinema through making it. Um, so what, what I find so interesting is like there was a point in time where people knew that foreign cinema was not not the thing that was going to make the money. Uh, for for example, I, I, I would have to, I, I'm, I'm going to check real quick, but I'm pretty sure he is foreign. I actually, I'm, I'm almost certain. Yes. He is, he was born in Paris, right? So he's French. Roman Polanski. I don't know if you guys know who Roman Polanski is. Another name. Yeah. So he, I'll use, I'll use him as like one of my, examples you have uh, you have a guy like roman polanski and then you have a guy like tarkovsky who is also a filmmaker back around the same time and they were both creating two substantially different films but it's such a high grade quality that they were both critically acclaimed tarkovsky was making stuff like he's russian and if you ever get into this it's it's good it's slow but it's it's good stuff there's a movie called the stranger um, <clears throat> kind of a sci-fi weird stalker type movie, and then and then Polanski, he was actually dating Sharon Tate during the Manson murders, um, but he was the one who wrote and directed um, Rosemary's Baby back in like the '60s. So, two different kinds of movies, two great directors. Obviously, Rosemary's Baby took the cake took the cake because it, it was it was a u.s released film it was almost banned because of the type of movie it was during its time but it seems almost as if like you weren't legitimized in film unless you were releasing massive u.s u.s released movies like unless you were making them in hollywood hollywood was like the place to be and then now that we're looking back on it, Tarkovsky is praised because he was developing film techniques that people studied and brought to the U.S., but he was a Russian guy that was doing it in the first place. And so along comes Bong Joon-ho, who did Parasite. And he he was making Korean, you know, Korean awesome, amazing movies for a long time. I've seen a lot of them, and they're all great. The host, Mother, all the way up to Parasite. Well, he had he has a movie that he directed with Chris Evans. Snowpiercer. Uh, Snowpiercer. I watched this last week. It's so good. I, I feel with his movies, uh, I feel like just a an occurring theme of the like the, the pyramid of society. The po- poverty. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. like and like um it was a really good movie. I liked it a lot. Mm. Um Harvey Weinstein was the reason that that was not um released in theaters because he thought with Bong Joon-ho being a, a foreign director, it would not make money in the U.S. So he pulled everything away from from Bong Joon-ho and did not give that movie a theatrical release. That's Just, fucked. It's That's crazy. Fuck yeah, it's yeah, look insane. Look at Weinstein now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and look at look at Bong Joon-ho. Parasite. Exactly. <laughs> Parasite won him as many awards, and he tied Walt Disney for the most awards in one night because of Parasite. That. Yeah, I mean that crazy movie blew up. Yeah, the one thing, the one thing I I, I think a lot of people are, um, well, not a lot of people are, but I think is really cool, is I've always thought that like Asian culture was super dope. Like all throughout high school and college, I took Japanese and Korean courses. I've I've just loved Asian culture. Um, 
specifically South Korea and Japan. And it's like, I feel like every now and then these artists that are like super talented and good, they're just not American, make a breakout thing. And I feel like every time it does, every time it breaks the borders, almost globally is the most ingested piece of media, like with Gangnam Style and Parasite and shit like that. And I just love to see that because I think, I think a lot of what I've seen nowadays is that people's names are getting attached to the the art a, a lot more um, in terms of like how you were just talking about the director in his movies or when Tarantino has a film. It's like almost like that director's movies are a series or a franchise in itself. It's a style. Like, it's an aesthetic, you know? Yeah. Like it's it's people will go see a Tarantino movie because they love Tarantino. And it's like none of his movies have uh, any connection for the most part. But then it's like you saw the last one, so you want to see the next one. And it's like you get sucked in as if it's a series. And I, I think that's cool. And I hope that a lot of that happens more. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, look at look at. No, I mean, yeah, it's the same thing across the board. But I think we're losing people like that. You know, I think we're we're losing a lot of great minds or a lot of the people that are doing stuff like that are now slowing down because they feel like they're coming to the end of their career. Like Tarantino, he said he's going to do one more movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and I, I think, I honestly got, I, I still think it's going to be a Star Trek movie because he really wanted to do a Star Trek movie. Uh, then you have people That'd like cool. Christopher. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. I'm not really a big Star Trek person, but it'd be interesting. It'd be a Tarantino film. So. Yeah, a lot of feet, a lot of gore. Um, <laughs> then you have like Steven Spielberg. And if you watch through all of Spielberg's stuff, it's like it's like the same thing. Well, it's not the same thing, but it's that same vibe. You know, it's a, it's that wonder of like being a child, like the Goonies and and mm-hmm. Ready Player One. And then it's when you look film. at yeah, Tim it, it's Tim Burton. Tim Burton, same. Oh my God, same he, his are very very. He just has a, a goth style to his movies that he mm. he brings yeah. in to every. But it's like a goth wonderment because it's like it's not it's not like a it's like almost like a, a horror film that you're watching, but it's like not at the same time, which is like I feel like, it, like you were saying, it, it it's like you're trapped in like a kid's head almost. Yeah. Like, it's 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 all about the immersion and 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 like every director brings something different to the table. And so when, when you look at like where movies are going, I think it's hard because you have a set list of, of things that I think are always going to be around like Marvel. I don't think that's ever going to die ever. I think they're going to keep finding ways. Stanley Um, set up a legacy. Yeah. With him and his people that he worked with in the very beginning and the they he they killed the transition into cinema from focusing primarily on comic books. That was incredible. Well, they were losing a lot of money. They were losing so much money. They needed something to bring people back um, to superheroes. Uh, I I think we're always gonna have Star Wars. I think we're always gonna have Harry Potter, and then I think we're gonna see reboots of stuff that's like dying out or was big, like. Amazon's going to reboot the Lord of the Rings with a bunch of like prequel and side story stuff about Aragorn and things like that. And then look at, look at 
what they do with shit like Halloween. Halloween had an entire series of movies. And then in 2018, they rebooted the whole thing and made that movie the sequel to the original Halloween. And everything else was retconned. Bro, that that's one thing that blows my mind about Days of Our Lives and soap operas is that it has been the same story with a different cast like ass to butt back to back for the past like 60 years and grandma's still hop in and are like i want to see that shit next week and it's like bro you've seen the story seven times with seven different people yeah yeah and 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 that's why jordan i know you just started watching the sopranos recently Mm -hmm. look at look at that kind of a story we've all seen mobster stories that show if it was still going on would not be good but it had its natural conclusion when it came to its sixth season, as did Breaking Bad, as did Sons of Anarchy, as did all of these shows that were amazing and looked themselves in the mirror and were like, okay, we don't need to go too long. Because if you you keep pushing it, you keep making it too long, well, it's like, all right, when are we ever going to get to the end? That's the thing about Days of Our Lives, though, is it's not even that they're making new episodes. It's the same, like, 324-episode season just replayed with different actors and actresses over and over again. It blows my mind. I, I guess I don't know how soap operas work, because that's, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude, it's like my grandma and I were talking about it one day because I was like, no fucking way. And it's dead ass. It's like for the past 26 years, Days of Our Lives has played over the same fucking series just with different actors and actresses. Hmm. I like the good doctor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like – Doctor Who, they, they they get a new doctor every time and they go through but the it, same but, shit. But it's different. But, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Theirs is at least the same shit, but different. <laughs> this is like rereading the same book. This is like for those people who can only rewatch one show because they get bored of everything else. It's like <laughs> taking a paragraph and putting it into Google and having it change the words around for you. Yeah. Paraphrasing it. They're probably using the same scripts from the original airing of the show, and and it's got like the previous <laughs> actors' notes in it. You know, the coffee stains and shit. The papers are flayed. Same outfits, dude. See, that blows my mind. But I I do like shows that have a, a conclusion. I really I I think people are seeing how much money shows can make, though, and I feel like a lot of. I feel like a lot of franchises are becoming TV shows because it's like for a superhero film, it makes sense that like one big film every now and then comes out and it's like one cataclysmic event and then the next film comes out and it's like five years after the last cataclysmic event. It's like whatever. But it's like I feel like a lot of the time for me, I'm like – there's movies or shit and i'm like i want to know what happens in between like imagine like an inglorious bastards tv show though like that would be super entertaining i feel like just seeing like the shit happens in between you know yeah exactly and i feel like a lot of tv shows are doing that and i think marvel is taking a hold of that too because how many marvel shows have come out now with like quite a few yeah and it's like i feel like a lot of people are doing that and I like that. And I think that with the pandemic, a lot of people have transitioned into strictly streaming stuff. And I feel like 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like TV is taking over. I I do too. I think everyone does, and I think there's an obvious like there's an obvious uh, uh, nudge in that direction. But then, like me being the film nerd that I am, there are so many good one-offs, and, and so I think personally, like yeah, you're always gonna have the big franchises. I, I give it to Marvel. Marvel's fucking awesome, man. That shit's so cool. Like I love how that shit plays in together. And, you know, I'm I'm a little fanboy. That's that's it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to watch those. But I don't go in and I don't appreciate like, well, like I really appreciate everything that went into making like Iron Man. It, it's cool. I respect the fuck out of John Favreau, but I am gonna respect. I'm gonna respect the guy who made the Green Knight. And, and the filmmaking that went into Green Knight and stuff like The Lighthouse and and all these one-off movies that are just amazing. Way more than I'm going to look at a Marvel movie and be like, oh, cool, nice filmmaking. That's why The Mandalorian is so, so, so fucking respected. Because they're using, I don't know if you guys know this, and this is going to blow your minds. They use video game engines to shoot their their episodes. It's very cool. They put them. They put the actors in a dome, and they project digital environments on this dome, so they don't have to green screen or anything like that. And it's all done inside of Unreal. Are, do you know? Are there it's any other sick as hell. shows yeah. that do anything like that? Because I've I've always seen these very amazing looking cinematics throughout these games that I've played, and I've I've always thought, why don't they just take this sort of animation and turn it into a show of some sort put it into the yeah because Uh, it looks so good it's it's an unreal developed technology like by unreal but it's so far it's only been utilized by lucasfilm so all both seasons of the mandalorian um and that's it right now that is it they did a similar thing with the movie gravity do you guys remember that sandra bullock I did not watch it, but I know what you're talking about. She's basically floating through space, pretty much like, I don't know, it's kind of like the Titanic, but in space. I, heard, um, I, I watched Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Incredibly so. scientifically accurate. Um, they put up LED panels and they projected the green, the parts that were supposed to be green screened just as a regular environment. So it's pretty cool. Pretty neat. Cool technology. That's pretty... That actually is pretty sick. So, yeah, like, very cool themes movies. Tying that in, you brought up the Unreal Engine and brought up big franchises. Tying that into last week, do you think that we could see, or do you want to see new franchises, or just expanding on the universes that we've already been brought and built? Um. Me personally, I'm going to say no, I don't think so. Not you don't without, think we'll see them or you don't want them? I don't think we'll see them. I, I think, like I said, we'll have what exists. I think it's going to be really hard without picking from something that's already been done. That's I, We were talking about that earlier before the, the episode that started, I think. You may have gotten on recording when... Jordan was discussing, he was trying to think of different media that hadn't been consumed that you could pull from. What were you about to say, though? I, I cut you off, my bad. Say, um, I forgot I forgot what you had said. That had prompted uh, what I, I had 
what I said or what Connor had said? What Connor had said. I, I don't think so because I don't think it's going to be – I don't think you can make a franchise – that's massive without pulling from the franchises that already exist and are already yes. massive. That I agree with, but I still think that I don't think anything will ever be as big or bigger than Marvel. But I think that they have done a good job of recreating different types of superhero shows. Like, um, have you seen The Boys, for example? I have. So. That one, it brings in a lot of the same sort of powers that you've seen in other superhero shows, but it has such a different dynamic to it. Like, it's it's seriously, it's a complete reversal of all the superhero things that you've seen today. It's, uh, it just, it, it shows the dark side of superheroes and the yeah. egos that superheroes have. And I think that if we could continue to come up with creative ideas like that, that could, that we could take from these giant franchises and just kind of work with them. I think we could continue to have some nice, like, artistic shows. Like, I thought it was a really cool idea what they did and how they portrayed the superhero world. Yeah, same it's, thing with, like, Invincible, too. And, yeah, yeah, Invincible as well. Was, so, so you're saying, like, if you can pull certain, like, motifs from a series, not necessarily the yeah. story of it. Yeah, I think it's going to be... That's kind of how Maleficent was, where it changed. took that motif of... Like Disney princess and turned it, it dark. Um, yeah, but it wasn't Sleeping Beauty, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I I think it's really hard, man. You get into such rocky territory with how companies think about movies versus how movies oh, so much. Yeah, how or even directors movies. versus companies because yeah. something like uh like Tim Burton's Batman film that uh an interview he had done he had he had to just hold back on his directing like uh, the, the penguin for example he had to he didn't they he didn't get to make him as gross and vile as he wanted to because the you know the company behind the film was it warner brothers yeah it's it's yeah. Warner, wb warner brothers they uh they wanted to keep it you know pg enough for younger kids to be able to watch too that was the argument that Zach, uh, what's his face, had, and then there was like the big ordeal that that he had released his full uncut version of the Justice League on what Peacock yeah, or whatever it was. Zach Snyder, HBO, yeah. yeah, Zach Snyder. Zach Snyder. It was because yeah. they, it, but that was the big thing is he had to hold back a lot for the theatrical release of it, and I do think you, a lot. Do you know of what actually so. happened with that? His daughter died or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he had to yeah. step away because his daughter died. Yeah, which which sucks. Um, and he didn't get to make his movie, uh, but I'm glad he got to he got to finish it out for sure. I like that though, where they pull the motifs of the franchises and twist them a little bit. Do you think that's something that the franchise like? Do you think that I I haven't seen the boys? Is the boys a Marvel thing? No, no. Do you think so? Do you think that Marvel will try to take a hold of that stuff, or do you think that's something that smaller? I don't think Marvel will ever do anything close to what the boys have done. It, the boys is dark. The boys is also owned by dark horse or something like that. Um, which is technically a part of the DC umbrella. Okay. <clears throat> Cause the boys was an, an, indeed a comic book before, but it was like a more obscure, like adult comic book. I was going to say dark horse is like a comic maker or a movie. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, I they're, 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 they're a publisher. Yeah. Probably, yeah, yeah. It's based off of that Invincible. Well, Invincible is obviously, you know, it's it's written by a guy who literally Robert Kirkman. He literally makes comic books. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, the boys is was is also based off of comic book source material as well. That's dope. I think I, comic books have a crazy amount of source material and just graphic novels in general. Oh yeah, well, and novels too. There are so many things. I am currently still reading a book that is still continues to blow my mind every day. That would make for, I think, one of the most amazing movies, but no one even wants to tackle it because people, uh, they have a hard time understanding it in the first place. So I think there's like all of this, all this material that we can just choose from that's not already been made into a movie. I I think the hell with a franchise. Give me some one-offs, you know? You're giving me one of my biggest pet peeves you're bringing it up, bro. The fact that Aragon didn't see a second or third movie. Those, those are the juiciest fucking books. And the first movie flopped and they didn't make a second or a third one. Percy Jackson, dog. Yeah. I want to read the Game of Thrones books really bad. Well, he hasn't finished them, so. I know. <laughs> He'll die before he finishes them. He, he's an old man, man. He is hey, he old. said he would finish him like three times. One of those times he'll tell the truth. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, I I would love to like, I think what we should do to continue the whole movie talk in a future episode is get Chris on here because Chris is is a movie snob. He actually really yeah. I don't know if. Uh, so it, like in discord, if you head to the general and you see like that massive bookshelf of photos. Yeah. That's, or the photos, that's crazy. That's the, the, the movies. Those are, that's his horror movie collection. <laughs> his horror that's movie actually collection. wild. Yeah. So he has electric entertainment, which focuses solely on movies for good reason <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah i i think so uh jordan we are about to start doing something um as a whole i don't i don't know if you like kind of know how we're operating right now we all keep the podcasts and stuff under one umbrella um that way we can help each other out in terms of resources mm-hmm. um we are going to do a movie commentary thing where we watch the movie and then record our, our commentary and say, okay, start the movie now. And we do, talk about it as we watch it. Do you know the channel on YouTube? Pretty much it. Yeah. 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 yeah I've always, I've always enjoyed that style of, uh, of commentary over movies. I, I think that's a fantastic channel and I, that that's a good idea. I like that. I, I I love it so much because the one of the guys on the other podcast he hasn't seen any movies at all. Like he talked about Mulan for ages because that's like the only movie he'd seen. <laughs> the animated or the, or the the new one. The new one. I haven't yeah. seen it. I I don't even know if he's seen the original. Uh, like that's the how original bad it is. Slaps, bro. Oh it's yeah, so, it's fantastic. All the original Disney movies were amazing. Yeah, a hundred percent. But we we want to do this movie commentary so we can expose him to new films. We can <laughs> we can trick him into watching new movies. Um, but also because so much of what we talk about is like super nerdy and comes back around to all that kind of stuff in the first place. Mm-hmm. I would love to get like all of us on there whenever we start getting into stuff like franchises and things, because I, I think we should do like, okay, well, let's talk about, let's talk about everything for 10 minutes and then watch it and then recap at the end. Um, Cause we can like this, this like most of our topics is never going to be a one episode thing. This is going to be like a, 
all right, we'll call you up in a month whenever we're ready to do movies again kind of thing, you know? Like, it, it's, little, it just uh, keeps going. Make yourself a little movie club. Yeah, a film club. Yo, we'll start a film club. Yeah, yeah. Whatever film club. Like, Holy one, shit. Once a week, you guys watch a film. And then, you know, it's you actually a gather about idea. it. Hey, Jordan, so you, you want to uh, start working for the whatever podcast umbrella? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come up with the movies. Yes. I'll come up with the movies. I like I we just been talking That's about it. movies so much with like the new Matrix coming out and stuff and I thought mm-hmm. fuck man I like I really like I I really want to see Dune because Dune is directed by the guy who did Blade Runner 2049 which is another amazing good. fucking movie I was really good. I, I just want to watch them all again you know like and, and so like I'm excited I'm like yeah. all right what are we going to watch you, this movie <laughs> I'm sure you get that feeling too where you watch something so good you wish you hadn't seen it yet Oh my god! It's just yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, man. I I I've seen 2001: A Space Odyssey before. Have you? Have both of you seen that movie? I have not. The uh, honestly, the only and this kind of surprises me. Homework, bro. No, 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 no. It, I mean, like. I, if All right, I'll be like, over tonight, if, Jordan. We can watch it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I, I'm not gonna Dude. lie. You guys are gonna need to smoke two fat fucking bowls before even thinking about touching that movie. Wait, we we do that before we even think about <laughs> touching each other, dog. What do you mean? <laughs> it's so like I I've seen it before, but I was I was young, and it's a Stanley Kubrick movie, and I was young, and it was just kind of like one of those things where if, I feel like I couldn't be into movies if I hadn't seen it. But then I didn't appreciate it. And so, like, as I got older, I was like, okay, I need to watch again. But I kept putting it off and I kept putting it off. And then I got, like, my really nice TV. And then I got a 4K Blu-ray player. And then I went and I bought the 4K re-release. And it just changed everything. Because when you watch it. We have homework. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Now, now now, I, I don't give a shit about the plot of the movie. But there's one specific scene where a ship is landing like on a planet and and this lift is bringing the ship inside of the hangar look into the individual windows look into all of the special effects done in the early 60s and and it's going to blow your fucking mind star wars wasn't even this good man like it was i don't know it just blew my mind it's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's oh, it. Lord. It's just no, crazy. I, that's how I felt about Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's just crazy, bro. That's so funny. Incredible. That is so funny. It's so good. People are like, oh, this is a shit movie. No, that's a that's a the, gem, see, man. That's the, those are those are the movies I love. The ones that are just so bad that they flip the scale and become good. The Sharknados of the world. I dude. Well, okay, I, whoa, Tucker Tucker and Dale versus Evil no. is legitimately good movie. Like, yeah. Listen, in my senior year of high school, I took through IU a college speech class. Everybody had to take it as a freshman. You had a lisp back then. I said, dude, shut up. I still have one. <laughs> if I had one back then, I still have one. Um, he dude, he used to always tell me I had a lisp, and it would piss me off, and he would just start laughing at me. Yeah. And he would, sh- fuck off. That's anyway, the first time I've ever said that. No, dude, people – that wasn't you. But I never said – it was maybe it was Dylan then. Somebody used to always tell me I had it and I fucking hated it. But uh I used to just improv 
my fucking speeches in that class and my teacher hated me for it at first because like we'd have to like provide proof of being ready and i would like give her a note card that just had like three questions on it <laughs> i'm ready typical yeah typical herschel like i i, yeah. I gotta come up with anything else <laughs> yeah no dude and literally it was like after my first speech she was like i'll never harass you about that again because she gave me like a a plus on it but i just took it so far throughout that class to see what i could get away with because she just liked my speeches and so my last speech i had to give my my magnum opus it's supposed to bring together all these speech elements of like a good speaker a good public speaker and my speech was over why tucker and dale was a cinematic masterpiece and it's a must watch movie and it cut that movie down to like the brilliance, like the brilliancy of the plot of going against the grain of a typical horror film and like twisting it. And it's like making it into a funny film. But then it's like, for me, if you think about it, if you change the lighting of the film, show it from a college person's perspective instead of the Tucker and Dale's, that's a horror film. And I was like explaining it. And to this day, it's one of my favorite things I've ever done because I just it was everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And I was like, I've seen this film 17 times. Don't talk to me. That's incredible, man. To think you're going to Bible school, dude, that's nuts. (laughs) Jordan, you said I introduced it to you. Yeah, we watched it years ago. I've introduced that film to so many fucking people, dude. And it makes me so happy that now I'll ask people that. And they're like, oh, yeah, bro. I've, of course I've seen that. And I'm like, oh, thank God. The one thing stuck in my head is the uh, wood chipper. Yeah, oh, dude, the dude, wood chipper the one. Wood chipper. The, do you remember the bee scene? He's mm. like running and he trips into a branch and he's like sitting there. And then it's whenever he's chasing him with the chainsaw because the bee, he accidentally cuts into a beehive. And the bees are chasing him. And so he's swinging the chainsaw at the bees and the college kids are running from him. And he stabs himself on this fucking stake. And he looks up and he just sees the bees flying by and one just lands on his nose. And I was just like, bro, that is fucking beautiful. That's a beautiful scene, bro. I feel the, the same real- way about about the Holy Grail. Uh, one, oh, of the, one of the greatest movies to have ever been made on the planet. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's so, dude, the, okay, me and Drew in college used to smoke and watch Monty Python shorts, because a lot of people don't realize this, Flying Monty circus, Python, dog. dude, his, the world's funniest joke, have you seen that one? I've seen them all. Oh, yeah, dude, that one was mine and Drew's favorite, we watched it, rewatched it all the time, and um, I, to this day, think that the people who, like, just do something that it's like you would think would be just the shittiest thing and just turn it into a masterpiece i just oh oh my god bro marlo when we were making video shorts back in like high school and middle school and shit we we recreated the one where he brings he goes into the pet shop with his cage He's like, yeah, I'd like to return this bird. And the guy's like, the bird's fucking dead, dog. <laughs> you can't return the bird. He's like, no, no, he's just sleeping. And he's he's like lying sideways at the bottom of the cage. He's like, no, he's just sleeping. He's, <laughs> he's just sleeping, bro. Yeah. I, I I wish we had like I don't I I don't ever want movies and stuff like that to ever be touched. Um, that are just such classics. And and I know one day they're going to when we're seventy and hopefully dead by then. I just, I hope that, like, 
you guys were talking about the Marvel stuff earlier, and I, I think Marvel movies are incredible. I think they're cool. But I hope that it isn't like North American Counter-Strike, where the bubble gets so big, and it's just not sustainable, and it bursts. Or like, like so I hope movies don't get to that point, or if it does happen, we get to see more of those like Monty Pythons and right. Tucker and Dale's shine, you know? Because I think with how our world is... I feel like people realize there's so much money in entertainment because like, yes, people realize that celebrities got paid a lot in 2007, but a celebrity in 2007 was getting paid since to the dollar what a celebrity in 2021 is getting paid. And with like the Twitch leaks and everything and how much they make, I feel like everything is just getting inflated, which I think it's, it's deserved. I think entertainers, whether you're a Twitch streamer, an actor, a singer, whatever, I think you deserve that. But I think there's a level where we have to realize where it's becoming artificially inflated and it's not sustainable. Right. Yeah. I, I The entertainment industry, it's weird. It doesn't work the way it should. Um, a whole other can of worms, though, too, when yeah. you talk about pay grades of celebrities and stuff like that and, and how much – because uh, it's really like, oh, yeah, you want me to do that? Well, I come with a price. And some of that's okay, but some of it's like, uh, okay, well – that money could like what what the fuck are you going to do with all that money <laughs> yeah i guess you know I, I, but i'm as much of a fan as the entertainment industry as the next person so like i don't really give a shit how much money they make oh but yeah like, but like you bring someone on here who's who's an avid who's an avid uh civilian politician you know they're gonna be like well i don't need to be making up that much money like we can use that money uh, shut the fuck up who cares <laughs> oh that's a hot take from like, like go fuck yourself i don't give a shit about healthcare right now i want to watch i want to watch <laughs> iron man <laughs> fuck healthcare give me superhero um yeah no i i think it's one of those things like it's just i don't give a fuck either how much they make i just want it to be sustainable because yeah. i i hate to see us lose certain things Dog, it's something. It's something that's never gonna leave. Hollywood ain't ever leaving. Hollywood is like the only. It's like it's truly <clears throat> America's favorite pastime for sure. So, fuck baseball. <laughs> it's America's money, right there. Yeah, it's a huge percent of our market. Baseball's technically entertainment too. So let's uh, we we've been going for a while. Let's oh, yeah. let's let's round let's round in some closing thoughts. What about you, Mr. Guest? All right. Let me think. Coming in with a question. I don't know which one. Okay. So are there any movies that you guys have never seen that I guess were considered classics for their time or just something that you've never seen that you think you should watch at this point in your life? So, 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 so much. Well, you I, know, I know, know there's going to be a lot. <laughs> like for me personally, it's The Godfather. I've never seen The Godfather. Any, anyone, any of them. I, I feel would... like I'm missing out a lot. Yeah, The Godfather. I feel like there's a lot of like just movies that I don't even realize. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like exactly. I, I feel like a lot of the movies that I feel like I should see, I just don't even realize. Um. Like, 
I'm trying to think, bro. Like, I want to go back and watch, like, the original, like, Psycho and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's hard for me because it's, like, I don't know what films are considered great for their time or popular for their time and which ones were considered, like, groundbreaking. And it's, like, where do you draw that line? And so I, I, I guess 2001 A Space Odyssey is where I should begin. I think a That's- lot of them, a lot of these movies didn't even do too well in the box office but later in time well that means box office you're paying like like a couple of dollars to go see something so i guess according to connor the movie if i had to choose one is one that i've never seen i guess i should it's 2001 a space odyssey i i I wouldn't i wouldn't make that i wouldn't make that my movie of choice for you but it's a good one what's a movie of choice for you for me blade runner (laughs) that's my that's my that's been my go-to blade runner is fucking amazing Fair. I'll give you one. did you like the remake or not remake sorry but the, the sequel 2049 sequel? i thought he it said was, earlier he loved it bro. i thought it was well which one did you top, like more oh my god i don't know it's probably 2049 top, have you seen both the blade runners i have not seen the original but i've seen the newer one all right so we got homework that me and you next time we hang out we can hit okay but harrison ford's a hunk so <laughs> oh you're telling me <laughs> <laughs> um I think if there's a movie that I, I have to watch that I still haven't, and this is probably going to surprise a lot of people, it's Apocalypse Now. Francis Ford Coppola's Apocalypse Now. I'm about to be in on more. Never seen it. <laughs> All right. Well, you, we just better start a list, man. Yeah. That's I'm what we have the film you, club just, for. Oh, you went to get Kevin, <laughs> but I was telling Jordan, there's a lot that I'm just bad about. I just realized my cat's in frame down there just yelling. That's all right. But there's a lot of older films that I haven't seen. Kevin. <laughs> and and the, what that dog doing? Doggo. <laughs> he he is so he's so like he's not aggressive, but he barks so loud. Um and he usually barks for a long time. Kevin's so far the only guy that he just doesn't fucking lose it over. Really? Yeah. What about he's you, Jordan? Eating his ass right now. <laughs> what about you, Jordan? Film that uh you haven't seen oh the godfather oh yeah you said that I yeah about i know i know wait I know wait 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 i've never seen <laughs> any of the godfather seen movies the fucking godfather before and it's one of those movies like that sits in the back of my head where it's like i need to watch this i need to watch this i need to watch this i know i do it's a it's a staple in movie Man, history that's a that's another that's another he the guy apocalypse now the movie i haven't seen that's another one of his movies there's a part in the sopranos that you'll get to eventually where all the wives started a film club and they're mm. like, okay, what's next on the list? Cause they like, they don't want to, they're like, they're like, we, they're like, we don't want to watch Casablanca again. Uh, and so they're looking at the list. All right. All right. Uh, what's, what's next on the list? And she goes, the Godfather. And all of these wives are all the wives of made men. And they're like, Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, so something we started last podcast, I believe, Connor, I asked Connor to give advice, but I'm going to switch that tradition that when we have guests on, guests have to leave with a closing thought or advice or quote. I just something one. that I comes to your mind. So good for this, but I, I really <laughs> want to give it. We really want to give it to Jordan. Whisper it in my ear. If you can't think of one, I'll send it to you. Whisper it in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> here's my advice go watch some movies me and jordan got homework to watch godfather uh 2001 a space odyssey 
I, I've been lacking on the space films, and those are like I thoroughly enjoy the idea of space. Like I've seen Interstellar. Interstellar was amazing. Oh yeah, Interstellar and, is fantastic. And learning how some of the things that they did in the movie, like some of the uh, the effects they used, like the spinning room, the uh, the spinning hotel hallway. Yeah, they they actually yeah. had a, a, an actual replicated uh, hallway built that was actually spinning. And I just thought that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Chris Nolan, man, fantastic. Have you seen? Oh, I said Interstellar, but then I went to in, in, uh, Inception, and then I, I went I, to I Inception. I know. Right. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, you need to watch. If you haven't seen it, you should watch Tenet next. It's. I have seen that. Yeah, it's a confusing ass movie right there. Hell yeah, it is, but it is good. <laughs> There's a moment in the end where you're just like, "Oh my god, I know it all." <laughs> yeah, I I figured from uh, if you remember the. Plane bag. scene, the like the the first plane scene, yeah. The first time they go through, like yeah, I think you could kind of tell the guys in the in the black, you kind of tell what was going on a little bit, but for sure, but for that sure. was we'll, a very interesting concept. We'll we'll add that to our list um, of of the whatever film club. So I love the idea of a film club. We just got to find the time to watch the movies now. Yeah, some of these movies we're talking about, man, they're upwards of like three hours long. <laughs> the entirety of the director's cut of Lord of the Rings. Hey, you don't have Worth to tempt me with a good time, dog. Yeah, let's let's, let's uh bitch. let's end on let's end on that with me starting, but also ending on the. <laughs> actually, what was your What was your saying, bro? You never said it. Oh me? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, make some movies, but. Not the cinematic ones. That's where the real money is. Hey, so <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much. And you can catch us next week in uh, Double Take.